دع الأيام تفعل ما تشاء وطب نفسا إذا حكم القضاء ولا تجزع لحادثة الليالي فما لحوادث الدنيا بقاء وكن رجلا على السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله أشهد أن محمد رسول الله أشهد أن محمد رسول الله حي للسلام حي للسلام حي للفلاح حي على الفلاح الله أكبر الله أكبر لا إله إلا Alhamdulillah, all praise is due to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who raised the heavens and created the creation. He spread forth the earth and he beautified it with vegetation. And he gave us the cycle of the night and day in perfect alternation. He sent down to us the Quran as his speech and revelation. And he sent to us a prophet in whose belief lies our salvation. So it is to Allah and Allah alone that we worship and we bow our heads to in prostration. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commands us in the Qur'an to be conscious of him when he says, يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا اتَّقُوا اللَّهَ حَقَّ تُقَاتِهِ وَلَا تَمُوتُنَّ إِلَّا وَأَنْتُمْ مُسْلِمُونَ Dear Muslims, Abdullah ibn Amr ibn al-As narrates that our Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam was approached by a man who said to him, O Messenger of Allah, what will protect me from the anger of Allah? O Messenger of Allah, what will protect me from the anger of Allah? Our Prophet ﷺ said, Do not get angry and you will be protected from the anger of Allah. If you do not get angry, 
if you do not act in a state of anger, if you can control your anger, you will save yourself from Allah's anger. What a profound and simple hadith. And what a beautiful concept for us to think about and to ponder. Realize, dear Muslims, that our Prophet ﷺ warned us that anger is from shaitan. Al-ghadabu mina shaitan. This is a hadith. Anger is from shaitan. Our scholars say that shaitan whispers to us things to get us angry. That shaitan incites us to act impulsively. That when we feel something that's going to make us angry, shaitan jumps on that opportunity and he incites the flames of anger. He makes it easy for us to make something small much larger than it is. To make our reaction disproportional to what we should have done or said. Shaitan thrives in an area where we're getting angry and he exacerbates the situation and that is why covering up our anger and concealing our anger and controlling our anger is from the signs of Iman. When we act in a state of anger, dear Muslims, we open up the doors of all evil. Anger is the stepping stone to transgression. Anger opens up our tongue to become foul mouth, to use vulgarities. And our Prophet ﷺ told us that the believer does not utter vulgarities. Our Prophet ﷺ never uttered a vulgarity in his life. Anger causes us to act disproportionately. It causes us to do things that will ruin love and friendship and relationship. A friendship and a love that took years to develop can be destroyed in a moment's anger. And that's why shaitan loves it. Because shaitan loves to break the ties of kinship. Shaitan loves to break the bonds of love. Shaitan loves to break marriage apart. And so shaitan utilizes anger to break years of trust and years of friendship. And so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us that the believers are those who fight against this impulsive rage of anger. Allah says in the Quran, describing the people of Jannah, The people of Jannah are those who are able to cover up their anger. Notice the beautiful phrase. Allah didn't say they eliminate the anger because anger is inside of us. As long as it remains inside, we are not sinful. No matter how much your blood boils, Allah's not going to call you to task. The minute you allow that boiling blood to spill out into your life, the minute your tongue becomes unleashed, the minute your limbs start acting on that anger, that is when the accountability begins. So Allah Azza wa Jal does not say the people of Jannah are those who never get angry. No, Allah says they can control their anger. They cover their anger. They keep their anger in check. What a powerful and beautiful message that is sent through this verse. It is not haram to feel anger. It is not sinful to have your blood boil. But the believer is managing to control that and does not act impulsively or rashly. Also Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala praises the believers and talks about the people of Jannah in another series of verses. And he says, The highest levels of Jannah, Allah describes them in a state of anger, they're still able to forgive others. In a state of anger, when they're angry, it doesn't cause them to become irrational. They don't become vengeful. They don't do a tit for tat. 
If somebody insults them, they don't insult back. They don't stoop to their level. Even in a state of anger, they manage to control that anger and forgive the one who caused them that anger. Notice this is a Quranic description and this series of verses, we don't have time to talk about it, but Allah is describing the highest levels of Jannah, the highest levels of Iman. And Allah says, when they're angry, even when they're angry, they can forgive. Subhanallah. So it's not just about controlling the anger, it's about recognizing that this provocation does not need to be responded to. Rather, the better thing to do the higher thing to do is to forgive and to keep that friendship, to keep the ties of blood, to keep that family together. It's just to forgive and to forget. Otherwise, if we are going to respond, we're going to exacerbate the situation. We're going to make the situation much worse. And the root cause of the majority of human conflict goes back to anger. I repeat, the root cause of the majority of human conflict, of problems between brothers and sisters, of problems between friends, of problems between husband and wife, is when one of the two parties, or maybe both of them, does not keep their anger in check. And of course, dear brothers and sisters, when we are angry and we act upon that anger, what this demonstrates, to be very honest, is that our egos are inflated. And again, think about this. Why do you respond? Why do you say something back? Because you think or I think that my ego is so big. Somebody said something, I need to do something back. What is your ego and my ego? We need to eliminate that pride because pride is the root of all arrogance and arrogance does not allow us to go into Jannah. The humble person eliminates pride. If we eliminate our ego and somebody says something, we will say, so what? Maybe even they're right. May Allah forgive me if they were right and if they're wrong, I'll get the reward. When we eliminate ego, we eliminate anger. So the root cause of anger is actually our inflated sense of ourselves, our inflated sense of our ego and if we understand that ego and pride are what made shaitan shaitan are what made shaitan shaitan what made shaitan shaitan abba was takbara he was too proud he was too proud we can't go down that path we have to eliminate pride we have to understand that our pride is in complete uh, dis dissonance. It is an antithetical to our submission to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If we eliminate pride, we will go a long way in, 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 in eliminating our anger. Dear Muslims, the word to control anger in Arabic is hilm. Hilm means even when you're angry, you control and don't act upon that anger. And our Prophet sallallahu demonstrated that in his own life. He never got angry for a worldly reason. He only got angry and demonstrated it for a religious reason. And that's a different reason. When Allah Azza wa and his signs are insulted, that is something else. We're talking about personal anger. We're talking about the anger of this world. Our Prophet never got angry for something of this world, for money, for relationships. He didn't get angry for that. And even when he got irritated or angry, the Sahaba said, we could recognize it from his face. We could see it, but he didn't act upon it. That is what it means to be Halim. And of course, Hilm is perfected in Allah. And that is why of the divine names, of the 99 names of Allah, one of them is Al-Halim. And Al-Halim means 
Allah Azza wa Jal has every right to get angry when the creation is so arrogant. But Allah does not act upon that anger. Because if Allah acted upon that anger, as the Quran says, not a single person would be left alive on this earth. So Allah is the ultimate Al-Halim. Our Prophet said, no one is able to control better than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They insult him and Allah still gives their rizq to him. They deny his existence and Allah allows them to live. That is what Al-Halim means. So dear Muslims, of the etiquettes of our religion, of the etiquettes of Islam, is to control our anger and to make sure we do not act upon such impulses or else we will destroy many, many years of relationships and we will go down the hole of destruction of our own deeds. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless me and you with and through the Quran and may he make us of those who its verses understand and apply its halal and haram throughout our lifespan. I ask Allah's forgiveness. You as well ask him for he is the ghafoor and the rahman. <clears throat> All praise is due to Allah, the one and the unique. He alone do we worship and it is his blessings that we seek. Dear Muslims, of the solutions when it comes to controlling your anger, a number of things are mentioned in the prophetic traditions. Of them, of them is that we recognize, those of us that are quick-tempered, we recognize that we have an issue and we try our best to control it from the get-go. A man came to the Prophet ﷺ. He said, O Messenger of Allah, I'm asking you for comprehensive advice. What is the advice you give me? Our Prophet ﷺ said, La taghdab, don't get angry. So the man said, and what next? The Prophet said, don't get angry. The man said, and what next? The Prophet continued repeating, don't get angry, don't get angry, don't get angry, until the man understood there is no better advice than this advice. I don't need point number two if I can conquer point number one. If I can stick with this one point, that is all that I need, and I'll live a comfortable life. Don't get angry. Also, our Prophet ﷺ advised us that when we're in a state of anger, we should not say anything. We should zip it. We shouldn't respond. We should control and much less act. And by the way, statements includes writing emails and putting up Facebook posts or Twitter or whatnot. When we are angry, do not say anything. Do not compose an email because if we're angry and we don't say anything, the anger will dissipate. But if we write or speak in a state of anger, then the anger is permanently etched in the records of human history. Once we let the anger out, we cannot let it back in. But if we control the anger, and how do we control it? By not saying, by not acting upon it. Let the anger die out and then think of a logical or a rational response. Do not act in a state of anger. This is a prophetic advice. Also, our Prophet ﷺ told us that when we are angry, he literally said the hadith I quoted you, anger is from shaitan. So when one of you is angry, seek refuge in Allah from shaitan. Say, A'udhu billahi min shaitan rajim when you are angry. Literally, anger is from shaitan. When a person is angry, you can literally see there is going to be a shaitan. In fact, once there's a hadith in Bukhari that a man was so angry that his forehead was about to, you can see the, the veins, you can see the red eyes. And our Prophet looked at him and said, anger is a coal, like charcoal, that shaitan puts into the person. You see the anger over there. So when one of you is angry, do wudu because water extinguishes fire. This is a hadith as well. So when you're angry, another tactic, 
is to do wudu because literally there is a shaitan that is happy at your state of anger and he's exacerbating your anger so just like shaitan is made out of fire and water extinguishes fire when we are angry we should do wudu and it will extinguish it will eliminate the shaitan that is fueling that fire and anybody who has been angry and done wudu will see and testify to the reality of how quickly one wudu extinguishes a boiling anger also our prophet said that when one of you is angry and he is standing up then sit down and if he's sitting down then lie down once again this goes back to the fact that shaitan is literally in a metaphorical sense i should say causing our blood to boil and if it's boiling when we stand up we feel like doing something punching hitting using our tongue when we sit down we are literally calming ourselves. It is a tactic, a mechanism to control the anger. And that's what our Prophet ﷺ said, that when one of you is angry and standing up, then sit down. And if they're sitting and they're still angry, then lie down. The point being, you are making an effort to get rid of shaitan and to get rid of the influence of shaitan. And when we obey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in these ways of sitting down, of zipping our lips, of doing wudu, we are showing shaitan that we love Allah more than his tactics and in doing that we eliminate shaitan and of course dear brothers and sisters if it so happens if it so happens that we act in a state of anger we do something in a state of anger then as soon as that anger dissipates it is of the methods of our religion that we seek Allah's refuge for anything we've done and apologize and seek forgiveness. The Prophet Musa alayhi salam, he got angry at the, uh, when the Israelite came to him and the Egyptian was there in the story, famous story. And in that state of anger, he punched so hard that it caused the death of that Egyptian. And so when the anger subsided, he said, I made a mistake, oh Allah. Oh Allah, I made a mistake, forgive me. And so this demonstrates when a person does something foolish in a state of anger, then it is prophetic to acknowledge that. Apologizing for a mistake is prophetic. Apologizing for something you've done that is wrong, that is of the ways we mend. But it's even better than that to not be in a situation where you have to apologize. Try not even to do something that you have to apologize for. And that will only be done when we make sure that we don't act in a state of anger. Brothers and sisters, I conclude this khutbah by a beautiful statement of the famous companion Ibn Mas'ud radiallahu ta'ala Ibn Mas'ud, the famous companion and the one who was of the earliest converts to Islam, Ibn Mas'ud said, if you want to judge the character of a person, if you want to judge the character of a person, then see two things. Number one, how well he controls himself when he's angry. And number two, how trustworthy and honest is he regarding something he himself wants and desires. If you want to check the character, check the anger and how well he can control it and check his honesty when it comes to something that he wants. You can judge the akhlaq of a person, the manners of a person. You can judge them by many things. But if there was to be only one thing that you can judge a person, it is how well he controls his anger and how well and disciplined he acts when he is in a state of anger. And that's why Allah says that the righteous are those who control their anger. And even when they're angry, they're able to forgive 
others. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us amongst them. Allahumma inni da'in fa'aminu. Allahumma la ta'dana fi hadhi yawmi dhamman illa ghafarta, wala hamman illa farrajta, wala daynan illa qadayta, wala maridan illa shafayta, wala asiran illa yassarta. Allahumma aghfillana wa li ikhwanina alladhina sabakuna bil iman, wala taj'a fi qulubina ghillan lilladhina amanu, rabbana innaka raufur rahim. Allahumma a'iz al-islam wa al-muslimin, Allahumma a'iz al-islam wa al-muslimin, اللهم أعز الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم من أرادنا أو أراد الإسلام والمسلمين بالسوء فاشغله بنفسه واجعل تدميره في تدبيره يا قوي يا عزيز عباد الله إن الله تعالى أمركم بأمر بدأ به بنفسه وثنى بملائكة قدسه وثلث بكم أيها المؤمنون من جنه وإنسه فقال عز من قائل عليما إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل وسلم وبارك وأنعم على عبدك ورسولك محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين عباد الله إن الله تعالى يأمر بالعدل والإحسان وتأيد القربة وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر منكر والبغي يعظكم لعلكم تذكرون اذكروا الله العظيم يذكركم واشكروه يزيد لكم ولذكر الله تعالى اكبر واقم الصلاه يا من اجبت دعاء نوح فانتصر وحملته في فلكك المشحون يا من احال النار حول خليله روحا وريحانا بقولك كون